Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Let's go. Is the USC quarterback legit? I, kid looks like it. True freshman, Kadam Slovis. Oh, it's another edition of the Let's Go Ricky Roll podcast. You're like, why are you talking about college football? Because it's college football season here in the United States. And Ricky and I both attended colleges that had no football. Cal State Fullerton and me, uh, well, kind of went to Dominguez Hills. Cal State Fullerton undefeated since 1995. <laughs> Let's go. That's the last time they had college football, right? Yeah, I believe so. Did you miss uh, college? Yeah. Yeah, you missed some of it. Of okay. course. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I mean, it, <clears throat> when you have a chance to kind of look back at everything, that's those are some of the best times you ever experienced. That's why I didn't graduate because I still want to be able to keep doing that. So when my son <laughs> goes to college, I'm going with him. That's why I'm trying to get myself into a good university. And I tell him, look, you got to go to a school. My son's in ninth grade. I'm Bethel Duran, by the way, and that's the voice of Ricky Romero. Welcome to the Let's Go Ricky Roll podcast. We've been on a break for a while, but we'll explain everything else and all that other stuff. We're just catching up with each other. I tell Mattel, who's in ninth grade, who listens to the podcast sometime, you know, he wants to play college basketball. I'm like, that's cool. But man, you want to go to a college that has a football program? You want? There's nothing like walking around on a Saturday, going to a football game. And I can't even imagine if you actually go to the school like I like I didn't. Like all my friends that went to SC or UCLA, they got to have a little pride. You kind of wish you would have gone to but, one of the schools. But even UCLA and USC, more UCLA, I guess. Like it's not like the stadiums on campus. So that's it's not true. Like, <clears throat> you know, it's not like you can go. From the dorm straight to the stadium. There's still a long drive. To At be, SC, you can. You can walk ma- it. SC, you can walk yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but you, you tailgate on campus. But yeah, the, there's, there's other weird. stadiums across the country in Tuscaloosa, I'm sure. Like, oh, where it just man. becomes a part. That's like a party, I'm sure. Not that I want to be part of the SEC. Cause no, there's no need for the SEC. But I, I do want to go to an SEC tailgate. Yeah. Like yeah. with JP Aaron Sevio, well, he got to take us to Tennessee. Oh no, they lose. <laughs> Sorry about that, JP. Oh, you're not listening, anyways. Yes, yeah, so, your they wife lose, would, but they still probably packed that hundred thousand people. Your wife went to UCLA, right? Yeah. Did she yeah. go to any of the football games? She says hardly ever. Probably not. Yeah, and she says it's just because of drive. I yeah, mean, it's just it's a long drive. 
it's a bitch to get in and out of the Rose Bowl. From yeah, <clears throat> so. Rose Bowl is intended for golfing. That's what it's for. Yeah, we should use Brickside Golf. All right, so wait a minute. We are in September. It's the first week of the NFL. It's done in the books. And you're thinking, Bethel, where you guys been? Well, Ricky had a great summer. Uh, you know, kids are back in school. So today we're going to do How Was Your Summer Vacation with Ricky Romero. But first things first, what matters to everybody is your fantasy team or teams. And that is what today's topic is about. Ricky Romero is a huge fantasy football guy. How many leagues are you in? Three. <laughs> three and then Shut up. Three leagues and then one Survivor League. The Survivor League is um, you pay like 20 bucks. I yeah. The guy gets, I think the pot last year I want to say was four or five grand. Grand? And it's $20 buy-in, but he it's a bunch of people. And I just, I met him playing in AAA with the Sacramento River Cats, and he just runs this league. So he sends you an email and you text them the losing team. You got to pick the losing team. And once the once you pick that team, you can't pick them again. It's a survival uh-huh. league. So Wait, so you guys do, you got to pick the team that's going to lose? That lose. Yeah. Oh, that's so different. I, 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 I do a buy-in for my for me and my dad, and my dad sends me one every every week. So we survive this week. Okay, so you got to pick a team that you know is going to lose. That you think is going to lose. Oh, because the ones I've done is, okay, who's going to win? Yeah, last year it was who's going to win. This year is who's going to lose. So, that's different. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, <clears throat> I love fantasy football. I, it's, it's, it's pretty awesome. I, mean, <laughs> I just, I mean, my man cave, as you see, yeah, is built yeah. for that. Um, I have a large, you know, eighty-inch screen, and then two on top. So yeah, yeah, the I, good setup. I got it going when when Sundays come around, and um, and when the season ends, there's a fantasy football playoff um, league that another friend of mine runs, and that one's intense too. Wait, there's a play like so you pick players that are only in the playoffs? In the playoffs. And once you pick the player, you can't pick them again. Oh. So you really have to be smart, but sometimes So picking, like if you know you have a team that you think is going to the Super Bowl, you don't want to pick that guy. But but you still want to pick a player that cuz if you save like let's say Odell Beckham, you he they get into the playoffs and you save him for the next round, but he never makes it to the next round. And he puts up thirty points, then you lose oh, out on those thirty points. Dude, you're a, you're a degenerate, man. You love this stuff. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I've never <laughs> won that league. That one's tough, man. It, that I actually invited um, a good friend of mine, Horacio Ramirez, uh-huh. who's pitching in TJ. I invited him to the league. I was like, "There's this league." I explained to him. He, the fucker ended up winning it last year. See, it's always <laughs> the people who have no idea what's going on. Well, he he he's. We're, I'm in a league right now, and one of the fantasy leagues I'm in is ran by the guys. That play there. The oh, old, okay. Some of the most of the guys are playing in the Mexican league right now, and that, and that's one of the big leagues. I wanted my first year, and it's not a cheap league. To tell you, I was like, man, I'm surprised you guys go this big. And couple uh, hundred bucks. It's five hundred dollar buy-in. That's it. Yeah. Do, I mean, that's pretty good. No, for no, no, no. It, it's good. It's good money. Here's the thing, though. Like our league that we have yeah. for fun for friends is yeah. what 50 bucks right 50 bucks that's yeah. the one i do with my son where my son's yeah, the gm yeah. only pay attention and i just tried we i run that one but i just try to make it fun like yeah, yeah said, it's, fun it's, for fun. it's a good one just to uh, talk trash yeah. to each other that's yeah. it, it's easy the league that i'm in with my brother-in-laws which is their friends which i didn't even go to the draft i said you know i just pick a draft because i had to do the dodger game that day just pick the team my son also runs that team we came back. They gave us because we we didn't do the auto draft. They they actually did the whole everybody show up. 
Like I'm telling you, this team sucks. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm paying 150 bucks to get in this league, so I'm the only one that hasn't paid in that league. I'm like, forget you guys, because they conspired against me. I already know because I just told them take the best available. It don't matter, and I'm over talking trash. My son's gonna beat all you guys. It doesn't matter. But people, get, dude, and I know it's gambling. Whatever people they know it's not. It is because look, I want to get my money back. And then I want to win too. Yeah. So the money involved. I mean, we're not going to get involved with how much money gets spent in the NFL and all that. I mean, in the major leagues. Oh, I mean, I'll tell you. I mean, the I the leagues that we were in are probably like anywhere from a grand to fifteen grand. I've heard there's fifteen grand. I mean, fifteen fifteen hundred. Oh, fifteen hundred. But I've I've heard uh I've heard a five. I've heard a five ten. I never heard a ten. I heard a five. I can just imagine the the teams that. Make the big bucks. I mean, I think I want to say yeah, ten thousand dollars. But that's like the same thing where if you put it in comparison, they're millionaires for spending ten thousand. Yeah, so that's nothing. It's like a uh, average Joe who's make who's spending a hundred bucks mm-hmm. in the league. Same thing. And but, I remember my rookie year when we did a league. It was um um you're still making the, the league minimum league minimum, and I wanted to be in the league. So a guy said, "Hey, let's split a team. You pay half, I pay half, and then we'll both run the team." I in order to get in because when you have twelve guys, there's twelve guys in the big leagues, and it's almost like you inherit inherit your team. Yeah, you know, that's you, what I was gonna say. Your, your grandfather in like so when you're a rookie, you're like, uh, uh-uh, uh, you can't come in. Sorry, dude, they already have twelve guys. So this guy said, hey, in order to kind of get you in there, let's 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 split a team. So yeah, man, there's a lot. There's of, so like, many. Okay, this is so many <laughs> questions about fantasy football that I have for you. Uh, in the major leagues, because I would see this as a reporter in the clubhouse, and the Angels players, they would do theirs, and it was cool. And then they knew I worked for ESPN, so you knew who was like the guy that they were suckering in mm-hmm. to like who had no idea. This is maybe what eight, nine, ten years ago. So before there was a really a big fantasy boom. Like now, the ESPN has fantasy shows. Back then, mm-hmm. they didn't. Mm-hmm. Back then, it was just all football, football, football. Yeah, now Matthew Barry makes a lot of money out of it. Right? Dude, Matthew Barry, the talented Mr. Roto from ESPN. This is how far back I go with Matthew Barry. He used to be a fill-in radio show host at ESPN Radio here in LA before really? he went to ESPN TV. He wasn't even doing fantasy. He would come in once a week, and I had to call him because he was the guest. Right? I'm like, hey, Matthew, is Bethel calling you, whatever. Oh, okay, cool. He goes, man, I really wish I could come in there and be a host one day. Like, yeah, 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 whatever. We would talk to him for 10 minutes on the show. Hey, Matthew, who are you starting? And he had this website, Talented Mr. Riddle. Then he started coming in, and he would do regular angel shows or whatever, stuff like that. And he's like, dude, this fantasy stuff is going to blow up. You got to get in on the fantasy stuff. And I'm like, yeah, Matthew, I play. He's like, everybody thinks we're nerds. It's going to blow up. It's going to blow up. Three years later, ESPN TV hires him. Go back with him for years when he was just a guy coming in doing angel post game yeah that's crazy man because he's one of the main guys he's the one of the main guys runs the show yeah and so, i mean writes articles about who to start who not to start yeah, who he had his own little website yeah matthew barry the talented mr roto is in bristol he used to be a writer on married with children never knew that he was a hollywood screenwriter he wrote on the worst season of married with children i don't know if you ever watched it but the last season when they had that kid seven like the adopted kid who all of a sudden they had another kid in there he was he wrote for that season. I'm like, I told him, man, that season sucked with seven. <laughs> but anyways, so but fantasy was big. So these guys would know that I worked at ESPN. And every now and then they'd be like, hey, what do you got on uh, Ladanian? Or what do you got on so-and-so? What do you got on so-and-so? And, and I play it. I'm telling them a little bit. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, our draft is a, it's always like when you guys get to a city on a Sunday, right? Uh, 
We usually, I mean, it's always on the road. The draft. It was no. We did a few at home in oh, okay. Toronto. We did a few at home because we would have uh, Saturday day games all the time and oh, Sunday day games. Okay. So if we were at home, we'd pick a you know one of those Saturday or Sunday day games. If Monday we were at home too or a day off, and it would be perfect. One year, we had it at a at a uh, in 2012 we had it at a like a restaurant. This this place, um, Shoeless Joe's on King Street. We talked to the gm there and everything got it all set up he set up the whole downstairs for us food drinks and that one was badass yeah yeah like we were i mean part of having a life draft for fantasy football it's the best it's the best all shit talking the whole time the whole time no matter if you're picking the best player on the team it don't matter they're gonna shit talk and that's 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 a Probably the best part. That's of the whole part. Yeah. That's why I'm mad that we didn't do our uh, art. I know, because, I know. But everybody's schedule was hard. We almost didn't have a league. We had to do the auto draft. It was cool. Yeah. But the whole part about I wanted to be here when your cousins are eating hamburgers and they think they're really good hamburgers, and I wanted to be the guy to tell them, "Hey, it's beyond meat. You're eating ve- <laughs> right now. It's veggie." <laughs> but, the, but stuff like that. But anyways, okay. So I would watch this from a distance. And guys, on Sundays when you walk into a clubhouse. On Sundays, you don't have to do any interviews pregame, but you still walk in there to make sure, you know, everybody's there as a reporter. I would walk into the clubhouse, and July, August, it's baseball. and uh, There wasn't MLB Network yet, but it was all baseball, all baseball, mm-hmm. all baseball, ESPN. Sundays, it is Andrew Siciliano and the Red Zone Channel, and it's everybody oh. hooting and hollering, and it's like, wait, you know you guys play a baseball game in a couple hours. It's... Saturday and Sunday, I college mean, football too, right? Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, I will, I, I, I'm into college football, but it's not like fantasy football yeah, Sunday. It's the best. But yeah, I mean, it's one of the things that's always in clubhouses but, and, and um, you know, when you have when you have fantasy teams and the leagues are worth a lot of money, obviously you're gonna you're gonna pay a lot of. It always good. felt like, you know, you go through the dog days of summer for baseball. But when it comes September and the football, it gives you guys a break, right? Yeah, I think so. I think so. It just, like I said, the guys that love it and that are so into it, it's a time for them to kind of just get away. You know, it, like you said, it's a long year, dog days, you know, September, all the call-ups. You know, you go, you go from a 25-man to a 40-man roster. Oh, yeah. So um, it's a little bit different. You get You see faces that you've never seen in the organization because maybe they weren't in big league camp maybe they're getting called up because they rightfully deserve it so you know the last place you're looking forward to is going to fenway park because that clubhouse is a shithole oh it's terrible <laughs> it's fucking terrible and, it's like a junior high and room I mean, i'm not knocking on fenway park. i am it, that place it, sucks it's a nice for a, a player it's a cool ballpark when you get out there and yeah, it's all great the history pictures. behind it but the clubhouse stinks. The clubhouse thing, the seats uh, suck too. As you're a fan, if you're over five eight, it's not for oh, you. Oh yeah, man. it's not comfortable. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I mean, sometimes. So the fantasy I mean, just keeps you guys going. Then. Yeah, it just it just kind of like I said, it's one of those things where guys look forward to it, um, the draft, and doing it, doing that whole part of it, and then keeping up with it. the camaraderie too, right? Yeah, yeah. Because cool. the season ends in October, mm-hmm. then you guys are still talking to each other in November, yeah, December, yeah. right? Usually, there's group text messages where the shit talking continues, and I'll be honest, and I'm in that 
TJ League or the the guys who play in the Mexican League, the league that I'm in, um, I won it my first year. The the the, what, the two months that I spent there, I entered the league and I ended up winning it. <laughs> and I had actually, about it was it. funny because that league, um, I ended up winning it, and it was like right before New Year's that that the winner comes out. <laughs> So I went in and I said, I tell Cara, hey, I just want this league and I want a good amount of cash. Let's book a trip to Hawaii. <laughs> and we went for New Year's. So I sent them a picture. I sent in the group text message, I sent a picture from Hawaii and I said, hey, thanks for the vacation, assholes. Coño. <laughs> hey, and you got it. They invited you. Yeah. And you so I've been invited. I They bring me. I mean. Even the following year, I said, "Hey, if you guys have a play, need a player, I get it. If you guys want to have it in house, yeah." But all those guys ended up getting traded, so all all over. So I, they keep inviting me back, oh, okay. and I probably had the worst week of fantasy football I've ever had in that league this week. I only put like sixty nine points. I that's never happened to me. Oh, so and that was pretty bad. That. It was just I wasn't like the draft wasn't my strongest one either. I hadn't really done any research. It was my first draft out of the three. And I just, I think I shit the bed in that league. I don't think it's going to be a good year. Oh, we're going to keep you updated on how Ricky is doing <laughs> in the Mexican league uh, all year long as the podcast continues to evolve. Uh, so we got to do the fancy update. I'm going to get some fancy production audio. So we're going to do, during the podcast every week, it's some kind of fancy fantasy update or something <laughs> like that. We're going to let find out how Ricky's three teams are doing. But I heard this in CC Sabathia's podcast, a friend of the show, by the way, uh, that with the Yankees, he's going to miss the most is not being in the fantasy league because he's not a player. He's on the team. So he's out of the league. Out of the league. Yeah. Like, so what are some of the rules? Like, if you, what happens if you get traded or you get released? Then whatever team you go to, I'm sure has a fantasy football league. So you can't stay in that league, right? No, probably not. I mean, it's usually, I mean, it just depends how they run it. Like I said, um, I'm in a league, my my other league, I'm in a league with uh, guys that used to play for the Toronto Blue Jays. Okay. And some of them are, uh, yeah, some of them used to play. and, and So you guys started your own retired yeah, yeah, league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're retired league. So yeah. like, you're like, but. And it's ran by like guys that, that. Guys that, you played with? No, and guys that work there. Oh, know? okay. Yeah, by clubbies and stuff like Moose? that. Moose? Moose is in it. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Our guy Moose. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Uh, we got to get Moose stories in here. Yeah. All right. So the fantasy part, when I know people are like, man, whatever. I want to talk about my own team. You got to earn your way to get invited. Like you mentioned, you're a rookie, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So if you show up and there's only 12 spots on a team, you have 25 on the roster. How do you figure out how do you get a team? Seniority. That's what it is? Yeah, I think so. I think that's pretty much what it is. Like I said, I think I had a good relationship with them my rookie year and they kind of let, like I said, I split a team with somebody and then you just kind of make your way in there. And, and that was it. The and best for me was walking around and you see the Dominicans. No entiendo nada. Yeah, they, I don't, I don't know what they're doing. Well, they were why are they yelling? Where they were always like, what, what, why do you guys go so crazy over this, this game? You know? And I mean, Irvin Santana, them. I sat with him one day, tried to explain to him fantasy, the pitcher, Irvin Santana. And after a couple of minutes, Gracias. I don't understand anything you just said. <laughs> like, but he wanted to know why. Like, everybody, what's going on? And it, it's not the racial divide, but on Sundays in or and actually Saturday, in weekend, Saturday and Sundays, yeah. you would see all the Dominicans in their one corner mm-hmm. and everybody else watching the TV. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, um, 
you know, a lot of times in, in MLB baseball, there's days off on Monday. So what do you do? You go to a restaurant somewhere where there's TVs and you go sit with the boys and catch the game. And hopefully you have a guy going on Monday Night Football that you can root on. I would notice though that they would rip any club I've ever been to or even in, in basketball too. They will talk shit about that person's college just because like, oh, Miami just started fuck the hurricanes and it's always like I, they didn't recruit me or we beat them here or we did this it's always like no matter what just to rib people right it's that's the yeah, fun part yeah that's i mean that's what the clubhouse is you know you're just you build relationships with guys and well, that's like cool. i said there's always somebody that's gonna talk shit no matter like the what. whole point of it is just to talk shit to them and some guys can take it some guys can't and that's just the way it goes Who's but I, I feel like when you play fantasy football most of the guys are pretty are pretty uh Ready to oh they're dished to, to, oh everybody's dished. dish it out and and get it right back and it's and you remember said, it's a, it's a it's a cool fun time but you know as as much as it's cool like for the New York Yankees and CC talking about it I'm, I mean those guys are still so focused on yeah. possibly winning a World Series so um, most of the years that I was in Toronto we were already out of it so. <laughs> okay since you brought that up doesn't it help just finish the season on a better note when you have something like that, like a little bonding. Yeah. I mean, it, it does. Instead like of just said, being September bitter, can like get a little, September can get a little long. And, and like I said, you, you get a bigger team and, and I mean, you still want to go out there and win ball games and finish, you know, the baseball still for me, it was always number one and it still always came. Of before course. Anything. Of course. And uh, yeah, but you know, like I said, you have something to look forward to. Other than baseball, when football season comes around, did you walk in the jersey, your Niners jersey, every week? Uh, yeah, you. Did. Yeah, I think I did. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I did a few times. Yeah, yeah, it was always like a, you know, um, we never had themes. I know other teams. Yeah, they, like that's football. new, right? The theme stuff. Well, I mean, I, I no, I mean, I think Joe Madden was big when I was playing, when he he was in Tampa. But for us, it was always like a fucking boring suit and tie and shit like that. So, <laughs> fucking terrible. I mean, you're flying across the country in a suit and tie when... At three in the morning. I just never understood that part of it. Like, okay, I get it. You you want to look professional and everything and all that. That's cool, whatever. But <laughs> when you're going straight to an airplane where nobody sees you, on the airplane, straight to the other airport wherever you land onto the bus nobody sees you and then you get to the hotel get your key and you go up to your room and nobody sees you never understood that like oh. i said i i, I mean you leave I, think, midnight. I think nowadays it's a little bit more laid back and guys are you know i get it you know sweats and you don't yeah, want to yeah, look yeah. sloppy of course you, know? you don't want to be sloppy but damn ain't nothing wrong with wearing a team mission hoodie Right, I feel isn't NBA. They're pretty laid back, right? Yeah, they, they were back. like sweats and like hoodies. they were sweats. It's uh, the NBA rule is they have to be dressed up when they walk into the arena. Yeah, in the arena. If oh, you're, I mean, yeah, yeah. And if but, you can sit on the bench, but on I the get airplane, that. On but the airplane, airplane? nah. It'll it, it it depends on what guys want to do. Some guys do it for fashion. Like okay, if they're flying to New York, they're suited and booted because as soon as they hit the tarmac, they're going to the club at yeah, two thirty in the morning. Milwaukee, oh, you're wearing your Lulus. <laughs> you're not doing any of that stuff. <laughs> but yeah, we. I mean, like I said, that's the way they ran the ship when I was there. It was. I, I get it, but there, come on. <laughs> Especially not, some days I, when it when you're like coming out of like 
Tampa, you know, and it's blazing hot and you're sweating right through your suit. All that stuff, you know. But like I said, whatever. I mean, but yeah, I mean. Did you get any new suits to do TV? I got a couple, yeah. Yeah? In the Chino. In the Chino? Hooked you up? Now, you did TV for Vancouver Canadians? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we Uh, ended. Rob Faye? Rob Faye was my uh, partner. We, uh, it was a funny year, man. It was a lot of learning. It was a, a, a big time learning experience because it's so much different when you're watching the game up from a booth and you don't have the same angles that you did, obviously, from the dugout or when you're actually pitching. So all you can speak about is your experiences. And I feel like the last two or three games, I got better every game. Yeah. And I ended up going five and one. So are you in five and one? Five and one. And, <laughs> and, um, it was it was fun. It was fun. Like I said, it's, so only it's six games. Only six games. That's cool. They're gonna. I think they're gonna do a few more next year. <clears throat> they haven't asked me to if, if uh, you know, I, I never, I didn't, I didn't ask. Hey, yeah. are you guys bringing me back? Obviously, I gotta wait to see what my future holds too. Because yeah. you know, as, as cool as TV is, I mean, TV is cool to do and all that stuff. But sometimes it's work. I, I miss, you know, being on the field and not as a player, but being able to share my knowledge. I got a, mm. I got a chance to talk to a few kids in vancouver and that kind of brought me back to like whoa like i can do this you know maybe not be a pitching coach but maybe be some kind of instructor that goes along uh, around the minor league like a roving instructor yeah really i mean if the right opportunity presented itself i'd definitely be interested in uh there's there's people who do that especially with the short season how you did that with the uh vancouver where there'll be scouts and then they'll go and, and mm-hmm. manage. Or they'll be roving instructors and they'll go manage. Mm-hmm. So you've got all kinds like of... I, I feel like I built a relationship with their first rounder, Alex Manoa, who um, who's their big-time prospect uh, out of West Virginia. And just talking to him, I mean, I feel like we connect. Why? Because I've been there and I've done it. I've been a high draft pick and... I mean, not, I, and I'm not saying I just connect with high draft picks, but I connect with all pitchers. But there's a few people that can connect with you. Exactly. Um, there was another kid um, from, he was from Burlington, Ontario, who undrafted, and they signed him to play for the Vancouver Canadians. Um, Roster filler, probably, right? But he was probably their best pitcher. Really? Yeah. And when he met me, it was like, a, he even like tweeted about it not long ago. Oh, like Soroka did? No, no. Well, Soroka didn't. Uh, didn't tweet about. No, it. but he like he grew up watching you. Yeah. Like Mike Soroka, uh, Soroka from the Braves, who met you at Dodger Stadium, was like, "Hey, I used to watch you play, making you feel all old, even though you're in your early 30s." Yeah. Uh, but so that's the his, impact you had. Yeah, and I mean, I'll say his name. Alex Nolan is his name, and he tweeted saying, "Such a privilege just to have a conversation with Ricky. One of the best highlights of my summer." For no sure. way. Yeah, and there, somebody took a picture of us. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and um, and stuff like that to me is pretty cool, you know. And I was, and it wasn't even like he was like being a fanboy or anything. He was asking legit questions, like, "Hey, man, what does it take to be successful?" And you know, for me, it was like telling him and just letting him know it's okay to. You want? I know you want to work hard. You're undrafted. You have a chip on your shoulder. It's okay to have a chip on your shoulder, but also, don't be the guy that's going to come in here and run ten miles just to prove a point. No, I watch. You still got. You, you still got to be smart about it and let your talent and your hard work dictate dictate your career. And I thought that was pretty cool. Like I said, he was really receptive. 
And the funny story about him is, um, obviously grew up in Burlington, Ontario, which is not too far away from Toronto, like okay. 30 minutes away. And I went and did a, an event with Robbie Alomar in Vancouver. It was his golf tournament. Actually, we started in Seattle, did a whole event with fans at a bar, at a restaurant bar. And they got to meet me, Robbie Alomar, Jason Grilly. Awesome experience. Robbie's a funny dude. I, I mean, I nothing but love for that guy. So then we, we went and did an event in Vancouver. And then after the golf tournament, they got tickets. They had a whole section reserved for the Vancouver Canadians game. And um, and it was me, uh, Casey Jansen, Robbie Alomar, Dwayne Ward, Jesse Barfield, Jason Grilly. We all went inside of the clubhouse before the game. And oh. so Robbie walks in, you know, and it's like he's sitting in the manager's office. And I see Alex and I'm like, hey, dude, um, have you ever met Robbie? And he's like, Robbie, Robbie who? He's sitting in the training room. I was like, Robbie Alomar. And he's like, and it, his eyes just lit up. He's like, are you kidding me? He got off the training room table and he started pacing because he was so nervous. And I was like, dude, he's in he's in Casey's office. Just go and 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 introduce yourself. And he's like, no, man, I can't do that. I can't do that. Like, are you sure? So Dwayne Wardle grabs Robbie and he's like, Robbie, this kid is from Burlington, Ontario. Um, you know, Alex Nolan. This is Robbie Alomar. Bro, his his face was just. Like I said, to go his story is already amazing to be an undrafted guy and to have been able to meet probably the, the biggest legend of Toronto Blue Jay history. I mean, he, it was just like his face was like lit up. And he, obviously, I got a picture of them. And he's like, bro, you <laughs> thank you so much. He's Because like, there's no way he would have gone out to Robbie. No. No, who he would have saw him from a distance. And we had Jason Grilly, who was in the clubhouse telling stories to the young short season guys. So I thought I th it was a pretty cool experience that we all walked in because I was the one that said, hey, I'm going to go in the clubhouse if you guys want to go. So all those guys said, fuck it, let's go. And Robbie walked in and Grilly's in the clubhouse. I had to like get him out of there. I was like, dude, let's go, man. We got to go. He's like, dude, somebody give me a fucking uniform. I'm ready to strap it on. Again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you know, I think stuff like that, like I said, I doing events for the Toronto Blue Jays I've been able to connect with the past Blue Jays and it's made it made it an amazing that's awesome it, it's made it an amazing experience for me because I'm like I kind of sit there and I'm like do I even belong here like holy smokes I'm surrounded around legends you know legends on top of legends and World Series champions and Hall yeah. of Famers. And yeah, and guys who, George Bell, who's in the Ring of Honor in Toronto, um, Lloyd Mosby, who's a Canadian Hall of Famer, just left and right, big time names. And the fact that I get invited to do these events, it just, it means the world to me, that's, honestly. That's I, I love it. That's real cool, man. Yeah. That's real cool. So you like to do on the TV, you like the, it's different, I told you, right? Yeah, it's different, like I said. It's a lot I of mean, talking. A, a lot of talking. <laughs> um, but you had fun with it. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. We the, even had the, a segment where it was like, ask Ricky. You didn't have to wear a tie, right? No. Good for you. No. Like, I, I, I still don't get it. Why do you have to wear a tie to be on TV talking about sports? But hey, if they pay <laughs> me, we'll do it. But I'm glad you didn't have to wear a tie. It's good. It makes you nice and comfortable, especially in Vancouver. <laughs> uh, if you guys want, there's an awesome article on Ricky that uh, written by Ryan D. Francisco on the Hardball Times. And Ryan, a real lengthy piece about Ricky and what you've been doing how you grew up and 
everything else goes. So go and check that out. Appreciate Ryan DeFrancisco. He actually reached out to me. I didn't like the story that much because it was only one quote from me um, and not enough about me. It was all about Ricky, Ricky, <laughs> Ricky, 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 whatever. Uh, but no, it was really cool. Uh, great story. Uh, tells the background of your parents and mm-hmm. uh, how you grew up and everything else and the struggles you went through to try to get back to the major leagues. And can't recommend it enough, but Ryan DeFrancisco on the Harbaugh Times. And Ryan actually listened to the podcast and uh, he shouted out the Let's Go Ricky Roll podcast. And just for you, Ryan, we're going to continue doing the podcast more and more and more. So for those of you wondering what's the update, here it is. Ricky was gone all summer. We tried really hard to connect and get stuff done, but as a friend of his and knowing that he has two little kids at home, he'd come back. We know he was tired and it was like, okay, we're going to try to book a guest. We're going to try to get something, but a player's in town and then we got to coordinate the player schedule, my schedule, Ricky's schedule, babysitter schedules. And we just said, you know what, Rick, take the summer off. We'll come back. That's why we've been doing the podcast, just he and I. And Ricky hates doing these. I'm taking you behind the scenes. He hates doing it because he hates just him talking. He's like, uh, just us? People don't want that. And I tell him, yes, they do. I actually pulled up the numbers on people are downloading, and he's impressed. And that's without advertising, without telling people, without being consistent. But now, the summer's done. What is it? September, so it's winter in Ontario right now, right? It's uh, it's hockey time, right? Mm-hmm. So we're going to be more consistent with it. And by consistent means that I'm going to be doing everything, like the editing, the distribution. So right now we're recording this on a, what is it, Tuesday? I'm going to put it up in about an hour as soon as we get done from here. I'm just going to borrow your Wi-Fi. Uh, and I love your studio that we have right here because you've earned this Bermuda Triangle uh, resort that we're at right now. <laughs> Fantastic. It's not Hawaii like the other guys, but Bermuda is where we're at right now. So it'll be up there. So if you guys have any recommendations, let us know how you're feeling, what's going on. And I was able to pull up the metrics, Rick. People listen to us in Newfoundland. I hope I'm saying it right. Uh, every single Canadian province is represented because you can tell where people are listening from. Yeah. So we're all over Canada. We got Mexico. There's probably be the guys in the Mexican League. We got a couple in Australia. We got some in, uh, across the pond in Europe. We got some uh, London and. Uh, we got some in the Mideast, so thanks to everybody listening to us all over the world. We will have guests for you. We're going to have repeat guests because Jesse Chavez says he wants to be back on. Uh, we're going to go out there. We're going to start incorporating video elements to this. So when we have a guest, my boy Tino is going to come record with us, and we're going to put out uh, stuff for you. So during the off season, we're going to really go hard on it. But it's not just baseball. It's more just life conversation talk. Obviously, the fantasy updates with Ricky. Uh what else have you been up to? You you're going vegan? No. Oh, no, I am. I mean, uh, I'm gonna go vegan right now. I mean, I'm 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 uh. Your wife I'm, is. I'm cleaning up some stuff. I'm cleaning up some stuff. Your yeah. wife is a vegan nutritionist, right? Or, um, oh, I mean, how do I say a, it the right way? She's a holistic nutritionist. Holistic nutritionist. Yeah. Okay, I want to get it right. Yeah. Um, she does but great we had work. A chance to be at the world premiere of uh, this movie. This this past week called game changers and um it's pretty awesome pretty eye-opening uh cp3 was there javel mcgee deandre jordan um chase utley myself um they're all vegan those guys i think so yeah i know deandre and i know uh javel is yeah i think cp3 has not i wouldn't say vegan i mean it's like i said it's plant-based it's there's it's i think there's a bit of a difference i think it's just you know, you, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins, who you saw yesterday with the Cam Houston Newton. Texans. Cam Newton. Um, in the in the movie, there's a whole story about this guy from the Tennessee Titans who uh, who his um, who he went vegan, and his wife 
is the chef started making his food and then all of a sudden the, the guys in the clubhouse started having it and they're like what the hell is this so i think like they had like eight ten guys on the team go vegan and and um i mean and it's you know like i said i'm not here to push push it upon anybody but i think it's a uh, you know, like I said, there's nothing wrong with making some changes to Every your life. Every single time I come to your house and your wife makes some food, I'm <laughs> rubbing, and I always walk away going, "Wow, for yeah. real? That's vegan?" Yeah. So we, I mean, like I said, if if you get if you guys get a chance, Game Changers is a pretty cool movie. We, uh, you know, big thanks to Brendan Brazier who's who had us out there, and like I said, the whole movie itself is just really eye opening and. You know, I'm not here to tell you not to eat meat or anything like that. Dude, That's not my cup of tea. I need, but, I need, I need to start doing this because I'm getting. But I mean, I you know, it. there's nothing wrong with with making a few changes to your yeah. lifestyle. You know, and and just um, clean it up. Game changing movie. Clean, right. clean, clean it up a little bit, and 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 yeah, I mean, just watch the movie, and it's really, like I said, eye opening. It's nobody trying to sell you anything. It's just facts right in front of you, and. You know, when you see the you know, one of the strongest men on earth, you know, doing the stuff that he does. He's a bodybuilder, right? Uh, well, there's there's a few different stories, but this guy is just a heavy weightlifter, and oh, that guy, I he's mean, swole, he's huge. Yeah, I mean, like I said, Tom Brady too. I mean, he comes out on the movie, yeah, as you know, obviously plant based. If you guys are interested, follow follow Cara Elise, mm-hmm. E L I S E. That is Cara Lang Romero Health and Wellness website. And it's not a commercial; it's just something that we started talking about right now. Yeah. Uh, but it, you know what is a commercial? Our newest sponsor. We have a sponsor on the Let's <laughs> Go Ricky Rowe podcast. Look, I'm a big beer drinker. My man Mo and Mike Salam, my man Mo and Mike Salam from Craft Beer Kings, always hooked me up and they always give me something different. But this time, I recommended something to them. One hundred and one Cider House. It's a sour cider. Yeah, it's a company Cara and I invested in, and um, you know we normally never invest in stuff. That, I never heard you, but invest. I think this is the one thing that she really wanted to be in on, and um, every time she has it, she she loves it. And like I said, I'm not trying to <laughs> advertise or yeah. anything like that, but what it is, it's it's sour cider. It's cold pressed juice, but for adults only. Fermented in small batches and aged for four months, resulting in a naturally alcoholic, sour, and certified probiotic beverage. It's, I mean, I think each can has about a 6.9% alcohol in it. So Good percentage. So, I mean, yeah. It's got, I'm, look, I'm tasting it for the first no, time right now. Kettle-friendly, yeah, vegan, not filtered, and I'm a big beer guy. I like cider, too. Hey. I'm not a big sour guy, but this is good. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. It, it kind of you know, and it contains probiotics. Uh, it's gluten free. Apples, hops, grapefruit peel. That's all that's in there. That's it. That's it. That's it. No yeast, no barley, no that's, nothing. No. Dude, I love the can right here. When you're a hazy IPA fan or a natural wine enthusiast, that's me. This is the kind of day drinking you want to be a part of. Dude, you even warned me like if you like sours, no, this is good. It's sour. The, like I said, I think there's a there's so many different ones. That I think there's something for somebody. And um, hey. um you know, there's some that if you, we have a few more in our fridge that you, if you have it, you're like, ah, this one isn't for me. Like, Zero sugar I, probiotic. I, All right. I've tried a few. Uh, they put a few in front of me, and I was like, boom. Nah, I don't like that one. Boom. Oh yeah, that one. Oh yeah. Damn. Did. That was All our right. summer drink, man. We'd go out to the pool and we'd 
crack a few of those and kind well of it's still it. summer in la this is good yeah so mm. So yeah, so I mean, that's it's legit. One on one cider house. Go and check them out. Uh, the newest sponsor of the Let's Go Ricky Roll <laughs> podcast. And from now on, our guests are going to start getting uh, cider. Yeah, maybe maybe we can do that. No, not maybe. We are. <laughs> we don't do that. What else you got? Nothing else. Uh, uh, oh, dude! Congratulations on on your first game. First game as a soccer dad. Oh yeah. <laughs> Man. So many. If you guys uh, follow my account, Ricky Row Two Four on Instagram, and you guys read my my last post, <laughs> it was just a roller coaster, man, emotional roller coaster. Go ahead, tell us. Four year old Sebastian playing soccer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, it was cool. Like I said, it was cool. It's different. Um, we got offered mimosas. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens when you live in malibu like for a kid for a kid's soccer game all right cool hey when you live in malibu that's what happened nine o'clock game get the mimosas <laughs> no but it was cool it, it was a it was a cool experience for him and i think it's a his first soccer game it right? sucks because he has to miss this week and he, we're going to toronto for for two days and i'm gonna take him up with me it's gonna be the first time father and son travel together alone no mommy oh on the plane so our next podcast is, starts with that. <laughs> so it should Did be Ricky survive? It should be cool because you know it's his it's 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 his birth his fourth birthday on Sunday. And oh, okay. The cool thing is that Carl's parents are out there, so they'll get to see him. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, cool. so I, it, it kind of fits perfect. He'll miss a soccer game, obviously, and then he'll go next week, and then the following week we're taking a trip up to Costa Rica for uh-huh. a week. He's so going we're surfing. Taking him out of school. You, I don't know. You, you, I don't. Okay, my nephew goes to the same school as your kid. Um, I don't think my nephew is traveling the world like yours. I know, man. I was looking at his, <laughs> I was looking at his stamps on his passport the other day, and I was like, Jesus! Like, you know, Costa Rica, um, Turks and Caicos, Bahamas. When uh, did you get a passport? How old were you? Oh, eighteen. Uh, no, my, I got my passport for the first time my sophomore year of college. <laughs> Honest to God. Because you were going to China, right? Or? Uh, to uh, Japan for Team USA. Yeah. Actually, oh. in my passport, well, not this one because I won't expire it, but the first one, I was wearing a like a College World Series uh, <laughs> shirt. They expedited your passport, huh? They did. Well, I mean. You probably didn't have one, so they had to get it fast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I had to get it fast. What a life Sebastian did. All right. Now, most importantly, though, did he like the soccer? Yes and no. Yes and no. I mean, he said he 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 doesn't like his team because they don't pass him the ball. And <laughs> good, they take it good, away good. From him. <laughs> good. We like that attitude. We like he, that attitude, Ronaldo. He absolutely ran a kid over like hard. So I think he got scared. He doesn't like being in trouble. Yeah. So I think he got a little bit like gun shy after that. And I think that's why he well, plus started he's crying. He's a foot taller than everybody else. And he's think, big. And the last thing you want is a coach to say, hey, take it easy. Like, yeah. no. Like, my son's going to play the way he does. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. Like, he's not trying to hurt anybody. He's just bigger than everybody. Yeah. And he's if he's running with the ball or after the ball and you get in his way, get out of the train's way. Because <laughs> he's fucking coming. You know? Does and he I'm like sure the, the Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I'm sure the older he gets... And if he gets rougher and rougher, parents are not going to like that. You're going to have to be that parent that walks around with his birth certificate like, no, he really is 12. He's a big kid. Now, how did you survive? I was fine, man. Yeah? Kind of cool seeing your kid play? A little bit of anxiety because you're like, go get the ball. Like, you want to see him like kind of – because when you see the ball, when he handles the ball and he's like 
doing like little drills. You're like, oh my goodness, this guy's never played soccer and just the athleticism he's able to show. Natural. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's from your side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about going out there as a parent, seeing him, you're out there, a little proud, right? right moment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It'll be you, different when he has that baseball uniform. Though. Yeah. I mean, I'm more like, Carl in the car was like, do not say anything to him. I'm like, no, no, I won't. He's like, do not say, do not get on him over anything. I was like, no, I won't. I mean, inside me, I'm like, I just want to say like, hey, dude, like. You didn't score. What the hell? No, well, he did score. Oh, he, he did scored, score? Yeah, he scored. Come on. One. He you scored tell once us against that? his team and one, he, he out of goal too. So he, he went both ways. He got he got two goals. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Minor details. Minor details. <laughs> and they don't keep score, right? Yeah, right. No. The they parents don't even have do. Out, they don't the even, parents do. They don't even have an outside. Like, they just let them. It's literally, they let them run around. That's they let cool. them run around, and they're just running around the ball. Now, you were a rookie that day, though, Rick. Do you have an umbrella? No, man. I We fucked up. <laughs> I told Carl, I was like, we didn't even have a chair. We, I was like, oh, my God. Like. I act like I never was a part of this because no. my mom and dad are, were always good about stuff like that. So they, um, they don't put this in the manual when you leave the hospital. I know, I know. I've totally, totally botched it. We even forgot freaking Diego's um, backpack with all his clothes and diapers. Right. Like we, were, we were just in like wanted to get him there early because we he was getting his uniform and all that stuff. So every single parent right now is listening and going, "Yeah, that was me. Yeah. That was me. Yeah, yeah." And then the second game, you show up with a wagon full of stuff. Mm. Chairs, cooler, umbrella, easy up. Yeah, that's the other thing. A cooler, you know, to have like cold water waiting for him. Cold, keep the champagne cold. Yeah, gotta keep it cold. So, so that's what's going on. We'll have the Ricky Fancy update and the Sebastian Soccer Star update every single week. And the Costa Rica trip. That one's gonna be fun. Alex Sanabia is gonna join me. Is he? Oh, he's going. Yeah. You thought it it was a joke? Yeah. Okay. He's gonna go. JP and Sebia is gonna meet me up there. Carl's dad is now has been added. Um, when is this? Uh, in two weeks. Ace, did oh, you get the invited? 29th, the 29th. Ace, were you invited? Uh, Hell no. We don't, we, September 29th? We won't let him into Costa Rica. September 29th. I think Marco is going to book us. You know what? That's a Sunday? 29th through the 4th or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I can make it. It's going to be fun, man. I it's can like, make it. We rented a sick house, and it's Carl's like, favorite place on earth, so... Uh, you know, what? I that's where we went for our honeymoon. So it's like we're going back to where. Let's see. What do I got that? I got. Uh, I got. Listen, <laughs> let's see. I got the Rams on Sunday, the 29th. I can leave that night. Uh, Ace can pick no, me you up. Can't, we'll go because there's only one flight that leaves straight through. Oh no, we got Marco's uh, private jet. We're, well, we're ready cool, to go. The cool thing is that you land into we we land in Liberia, and then it's about a two and a half hour. You jump on a car. You got to drive into the jungle. We're no, in I'm okay. The jungle. Wait, wait, you're staying in the jungle? Yeah. Not a hotel? In a house in the middle of the jungle. You're in the jungle? Yeah. Nah, I'm okay. I've been watching that Animal Planet stuff. I'm okay. You yeah, see pictures. It's, it's, only, it's only monkeys you see around in this jungle. Shut up. Yeah. No. You're doing yoga and there's... No, no, no. I, yeah, I don't want to go. What you're going to do on that trip is I'm going to give you the recorder and take it with you. Okay. The, the small one. Okay. And you record you, Alex, and JP just talking. All right. Yeah. And then we'll splice together something. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll definitely do that. We're looking forward to that. All right. So, for anything else, uh, make sure you guys go follow 101 Cider. Uh, let's go, Ricky Rowe, and everything uh, more coming your way. And if you guys have any fancy questions or any fancy suggestions, no, I'm not good at any of that. Don't, don't ask Ricky. Don't ask me. Don't ask Ricky. <laughs> now, if you want to give him advice on his team, feel free because everybody wants to give you advice on fantasy football, but nobody ever wants to take their own. 
It's just fantasy football. Relax, people. We'll be talking about it. So for Ricky and everybody else involved, thank you guys so much. As always, thanks for listening to the Let's Go Ricky Roll podcast. Share, 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 like. And thanks to everybody that continues to listen. And everybody that's listening in Canada and, and uh, what's that place I call? Newfoundland. Hopefully I'm saying right. And uh, Regina and uh, Tel Aviv or somebody's listening. Appreciate everybody. Talk to you soon. Actually, talk to you next week. Let's go, Ricky Roll. Let's go, Ricky Roll.